People love him already. He's got the uh, Rhode Island twang. The long pass to Moore and a pin block from Martin. Tune in to Cam's corner. He's going to make it here. Draws the foul for another Rhode Island in one. I can't say podcast. It's good off the backboard and in. On a break. All right, guys, we are back. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner with the summer wrapping up. Everything's wrapping up for myself. My internship at WPRI 12 has just concluded. And this man right here was one of my bosses. He helped me out a ton this summer. Sam Knox of Channel 12, WPRI in Providence. Sam, thank you so much for, for joining me, man. How's it been? It's been great, man. This is all. This is just almost as nice as our studio, <laughs> you know, at the station. No, this is great, man. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you for coming on. And I, I do want to ask you this. I didn't want to ask you off the camera before. I want to get your live reaction is this your first podcast appearance? This is really. This is my first podcast. Yeah. I mean, I've done like uh, I've done guest zooms and stuff. But yeah. This is my first time on a podcast set, so Dope. yeah, this is pretty sweet. Cool. No, I, I appreciate you for hopping on. Sam's helped me out so much this summer at twelve, and um, definitely one of the coolest internships I've been able to have. So um, I appreciate you, Maury and Taylor and Derwin, everyone at twelve for for helping me out. Um, definitely wanted. Like we talked a lot over the summer and stuff like that too. So um, we get to know each other more and more, but. Mm-hmm. Coming on the podcast, kind of digging deeper into your journey, I feel like that'd be like really, really cool to kind of cap off the summer. So, um, to kind of start things off, um, I know where you're from, but tell the viewers where you're from and how your love for sports kind of sparked when you were young. Yeah, for sure. So I'm from Sturbridge, Massachusetts, uh, South Central Mass in Worcester County, probably about an hour from here. Um, and the love of sports really started. I was like growing up in the best New England sports time possible with mm. Brady with the Red Sox winning in 04, 07. You know, the, the Pats, it seemed like they were in it every single year. Celtics won in 08, Bruins won in 11. So, you know, I was in this time where it was like, wow, this is sweet. You know, mm. you're in a winning culture, winning city, uh, or winning state of the city. Right, you know? right. So, um, yeah, I mean, when I was young, I, I watched my, my probably my favorite – team was the Red Sox growing up yeah. and still is I would say because I'm a big baseball guy and um, Don Arcillo and Jerry Remy who were the play-by-play and color guys at Nesson at the time they were always so great on TV and hilarious I mean they would be cracking jokes left and right and and I'm, I'm like wow this is so cool they, they're having so much fun doing this mm-hmm. I would love to do something like that and um, you know growing up I actually used to mute the TV yeah. and, and do like my own play-by-play or you know whatever and and I don't know if I really remember it that well but my mom tells me it happened so and I kind of remember sometimes (laughs) so I'm like okay all right this this is probably uh something that I wanted to do when I got older so um that's when it really like sparked um you know I knew I wanted to be in sports to some capacity and I and I and I love talking about it and I always had a love for it yep and it just, you know, lucky, you know, luckily enough, I was able to go to a, a good school for it. And I mean, even in high school, there was a good media department where, where I was. There was a guy that, um, Steve Thierry, I'll shout him out because he was the one that gave me a great letter of recommendation. He went to my college too. Um, and I mean, they had like cameras and stuff and for a high school media department, it was, it was pretty legit. Yeah. So, you know, I, he kind of helped me get a little bit of a jump start. You know, high when I was in high school, yeah. you know, before I really even got to college, uh, where I could even, you know, jump even further into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So that's where it really kind of sparked. And uh, I could go into it more if you want, or I could 
Yeah, no. I mean, I wanted to learn more about, like, a little bit more about your high school experience, too, with that, like your senior year, because obviously um, it's tougher for for students to, you know, kind of figure out what they want to go to college for. And you already had that head start. So for me in high school, I didn't have a a department like that. There was nothing like that. So I kind of had to do that on my own. But um, for you, just talk a little bit more about that, how senior year kind of helped you well, one go to for school. Obviously, I don't, we know you played baseball there. We'll get into that too. But yep. um, how it kind of helped you for your career path, really, too. It, I mean, yeah, it was it was so instrumental. So we had this thing called, uh, you know, I went to Tanta. It's called Tantasqua. It's a five town regional, but it's in Sturbridge. And we had this thing called Tantasqua Weekly News, and it was you, it was it was TWN, and it was like a, it was a little legit class. Mm. Um, so you would. You get know, a credit for it and everything. You get credit for yeah. it and everything, and he would kind of just send you out. You can go, like, anywhere on school grounds and, like, do segments and stuff, and then, you know, every week you would put something together. Everyone mm-hmm. had different roles. Sometimes people would anchor, and, you know, obviously it's not, like, the whole legit set, but yeah. it's like, all right, this is – you kind of got a feel for, you know, editing. I think we had Final Cut Pro, and, I mean, we had these, like, beautiful editors and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is this is great. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really got a good, uh, good taste of kind of – okay, this is kind of like the baseline of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was fantastic just in general. Like, you know, um, it was a, he's actually like my best friend's uncle, so it was also too like a, a family thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, and that's that's like that's that senior year, I think, you first you take a media course. Mm-hmm. That's like the basics of it. You don't okay. get like all into the camera stuff. Then you can take TWN, which was – okay, you're really doing it now, yeah. and you're going out there and doing it. So, yeah, I knew I, I knew I wanted to go to Emerson pretty early mm-hmm. because of what he had, what my teacher Steve had talked about, the school. Yeah, and, and the programs. And depth, the programs and everything. And, and it was in Boston, and it was a smaller school, which I wanted at the time. And, uh, and it was a chance for me to, to play ball in college, and – Luckily, um, it, it all kind of was like the, the perfect storm of everything I wanted. And luckily for me, you know, it all worked out. So, I mean, yeah, I, uh, it was the only school I applied to. Um, and early on, I reached out, like late, my late junior year, I reached out to Emerson's, you know, the coaches and stuff. And, and then we weren't great, just to yeah. put it lightly. <laughs> we weren't very good, but... Uh, we had a first-year head coach my freshman year, so they were looking. Not not to say that I wouldn't have you know made the team if mm. he was a tenured coach. But was it more so like you had to reach out to them because I know D three doesn't give yeah. scholarships in that way, like they're like recruiting you basically. But you had to, had to send out tapes to. Did you send out any more tapes at different schools, or was it just Emerson? I did. I'm going to show my age. I sent the CD. CD. <laughs> I oh, sent wow. the CD because at the time. I don't know if we had like we transfer or whatever, but I so but I and I used I, I sent like a film tape to him. Yep. And I used the camera gear from that class mm-hmm. to film me doing pitching. Yeah. So you know it kind of was all it all came hand in hand, and I like edited it on those editors I was talking about, and it was just wow. yeah, it was it was it was really cool. And um, so yeah, I mean when I I went I took a visit in the fall of my senior year, I met the coach. Um, and he was pretty much like, you know, you, it, there's no guarantee to getting in yeah. to a school like Emerson through athletics. Like, there's no, there's never a guarantee. But he's like, he's like, on my end, he's like, he's like, you know, I'm gonna do everything I can to help you get in. You yep. know, and he wanted players, he wanted kids that played to go to the go to the school. So, yeah, I did early action. Um, I 
was so nervous about getting in because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a good tester, so I wasn't yeah. a very good. I, the SATs not my thing. Yeah, ACTs definitely not my mm. thing. So I had a you know relatively decent GPA, but I was like right on the edge of getting in or not. Mm-hmm. But what helped was I did the early thing, and and he sent I think something to admissions like a letter or something. Like you said, you know you can't like be like, hey, this is the, these are the kids I want. Mm. Get them in. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, you can you can request them, but it's different at that level. Yeah, it is. But so, it's still a, it's. I always say it's still a college. It's still a college level. So every I feel like every level of, of college sports is competitive because right. I was able to call sports at, at Rick uh-huh. down the street in Providence, and they were Division three. Yeah. But it's still like, you know, watching the game. Obviously, it's, it doesn't really compare too much to like Division one, but it's it's still competitive in that that like that division. You know what yeah. I mean? Those guys are still competing for spots. They're athletic. They're you know talented. Um, but someone like for you, like baseball is, a, I feel like it's a completely different sport to kind of get like one recruited for at mm-hmm. like a higher level and two, just to, to play in general, you right. know? So, right. um, just talk a little bit more, more about that experience, just playing baseball at a, at a college level. Yeah, it was, it was great. And I mean, you know, um, right before I get into that. So when I, it was like December of my senior year and he texted me like on a Friday, mm-hmm. it was in like December and he's like, Hey, it's not official yet, but things are looking really good on my end. That's when I knew that I had gotten in, you know, because he wouldn't have said that to me if I hadn't gotten in. So I think he knew. And then, like, a week later, I got in, and I committed, like, before the new year. So I was, like, I was I was in, and I knew I was going uh, right before 2016 was my senior year. So, yeah, right before 2016 kind of came around. So I knew at that point. Um, but, yeah, playing ball, man, it was great. Um and my head coach, and he's still there, Nick Vinaki, give him a shout-out because that was his first recruit mm. ever, which really? is crazy. And he's still there. I think you're going on year seven or eight now. And, yeah, it was it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was different because, you know, you're in downtown Boston, and usually a lot of schools that we played against or that we had that, you know, that were you hear about, D3, like Rick, for example, has a beautiful field. Yep. We didn't have one because we were downtown, mm-hmm. you know, so we couldn't, like, we, you know, and we're not going to go use Fenway. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to be like, hey, can we use Fenway real quick? Um, so we had to travel to different fields in the, in the suburbs, you know, Danvers or uh, Malden, a lot of schools or towns like that. We had to, we had to travel. So we traveled, we used, we, uh, we took vans and stuff. So right away I realized, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is definitely not D1. For mm. sure, because we're taking vans to practices and um, felt like kind of like similar to high school in a sense. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. And, and 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 it was still fun, and, and we, you know, I had a great time, and we, we, you know, we got to go to Florida every year, and it was, uh, you know, you make some of the best friends of your life mm. playing the sport. I mean, um, yeah, some of those guys uh, I'll, I'll be friends with forever, and um, you know, it, it, it's tough because we weren't good, so it didn't. You know, that that was tough because, like, you want to be motivated to play. And I was, and I loved it. And mm-hmm. I I threw, like, you know, 40 innings a year up until my senior year when COVID hit. But, you know, you want to win, right? And that just took a little bit out of it for me when, you know, when you lose yeah. a lot, you know. Right. But having the uh, the relationships were great. And, I mean, no one ever was, like, got down on each other. Mm. We just played really good teams. And... It's also hard for an art school to recruit athletes. Yeah. You know, that's tough. And at that level, too. Right, It is hard. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you kind of have to hit the jackpot if Mm -hmm. you want a stud athlete who's a theater or, 
you know, a journalism or a marketing major, you know, because we, you know, you're competing against other schools that have like business majors and, yeah. you know, other, you know, majors that attract a lot of athletes. So, right. yeah, no, but I mean, the, the experience itself was, was great. I, I, I wouldn't change anything probably. I mean, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I, and I enjoyed it a lot. What was one of your most like memorable moments? Like it could be like funny or like even just like in a game, like you know yeah. something that like you really like it still sticks with you. Yeah, well, my first career outing for sure. My yeah. first career outing down in Florida, freshman year, I got the start in our fourth game. I think it was our fourth game. So we were three and out. We had a really good start my freshman year. We went seven and two in Florida. So we played Casanova, a school out of like northern New York. And I got the start, and I threw a complete game shutout. Wow. And it was a two-hitter, complete game shutout. We only got one hit, and we won. Mm-hmm. It was just, you never really see that. Yeah. Some kid tripled, and then it was actually Neil Perry tripled. He actually works for the Pats. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, one of our other guys, Pablo, ground, ground ball, scored him. We won one nothing, And I threw a complete game shutout. Um, there was a slow decline from there. <laughs> no, it was it was that was it though. I mean, that was amazing. I had I that was the the, the best game I've ever pitched. Probably one of the best games I've ever pitched in my life. Probably top three. Mm. It was uh, it was amazing. I mean, you're in Florida, you know, you're a freshman, mm. and then you're like, whoa, you, you know, I just I shoved that day. It was it was awesome. So that yeah. was that was probably the. That was probably the number one thing, and my dad was down there, so he saw it, and um, yeah, it was, it was that was a special game. How did sure. you how did you tackle um, you know doing sports broadcasting and playing at you know at baseball at the college level? How did you kind of tackle both? Because obviously you already had like an idea of what you wanted to do yep. from senior year, right? Um, getting into those programs like you talked about, um, but you know because baseball like it's more in the second half of the school year but it's still you're always on the road you're practicing every single day and there's an off season preseason all that kind of stuff so just talk about tackling that and um you know you still made the most of the opportunities because like you know look where you're at now so um just talk about that like balancing both yeah it's you know it was definitely especially when when you live when i lived off campus my junior and senior year you know you're carrying a bag around with all these different clothes i got Dress shirts, suits, suits, yeah, and you got your baseball stuff in the same bag. Um, yeah, it it, it it was definitely a balance. It was a gr- it, it was a grind for sure. And I look back on it, and I, I remember, you know, a lot of my a lot of my teammates they had a lot more free time if they you know they weren't in what I was in pretty much yeah. all, like they weren't in my a lot of them were marketing, visual media arts, whatever, which which was just different. Um, but I just remember I was, it felt like I was just always, and, and they were too, but I, it, it just, it was always, there was always something next, you know, yep. I practice and then I was going to this and then I was going to that. And sometimes I wish I could just like catch my breath, but then again, it all paid off, Yeah, you know, to where I am now. And, um, you know, obviously still had, still had my free time and my fun, but I mean, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, and, and it was a balance. But you learned it then, and, and you, once you learn it, then you can balance anything, really. Yeah. So you had to cover sports down at Emerson, mm. and obviously baseball wasn't one of them because you were you were playing. Right. So, um, 
was there ever a doubt in, or like something in your head that you were like, I got to stop doing one thing or the other? I mean, obviously, like the career path is what set you up for the future and you know, where you're at now. But was there ever a thought like, you know, maybe I got to like, you know, kind of calm down baseball, kind of like really like focus on like priorities? Or did you think like, you know, you want to play baseball at the next level? Yeah, I mean, late my senior year, I, I kind of locked in on the job search and yeah. kind of what I was doing. I mean, and, but I mean, I was still thought I was still focused in on on baseball too for sure um but it the universe almost was like all right it's time yeah COVID hit yeah right right because that ended the season so I was like oh all right well now there's only one thing to do you Mm -hmm. know so but you know um yeah I mean it was I was I, I never I never had a any type of uh Second thoughts, right? Second thoughts. Just kind of always just grinding out both. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah, that's that. I would I would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like myself, like obviously I wanted to play ball at the college level, but um, coming in like COVID really kind of woke everyone up and kind of it kind of helped me like kickstart what I wanted to do with this and um, you know what I'm doing now. And so I can only imagine what you were thinking like as a senior, you know. So um, before we get like into like you know after college just talk a little bit more about like internships that you had cuz obviously it helped make some connections in Rhode Island um, and things like that so just talk about like those programs at Emerson how that kind of kick started that and how you got those internships as well yeah so my first internship was with ABC6 shout out Nick Coit Ian Steele yep uh, <laughs> the boys um, so yeah so I got that internship through the Emerson baseball mafia Mm-hmm. So that's what they call it, you know, the baseball or the Emerson Mafia. It's like this, you know, there's a list that our head coach put together of, like, guys that are in the business or guys in the sports business. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're in, then, like, their email, stuff like that. So I saw Providence, and I saw Nick, and he played baseball. And I'm like, oh, let me reach out to him. So I did, and uh, he was great. And uh, I got an internship in the summer of 2018. And oh, that's right. He played baseball at Emerson, too, right? He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. he did. So, um, yeah, so that that – that was great. Cool. Um, got the chance to do that, and that's what really got my foot in the door in Providence. Mm. And that was early, so that was, yeah, 2018. And then after that internship, I interned at Boston 25 that fall, yep. 2018. Um, and that was funny because I wasn't going to intern that fall, and it was like early October. And one of my buddies from Emerson, who worked there, was like, hey, something just fell through with an intern you want to intern? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, uh, ended up going in, interning there. And then after that was, I think that junior summer I served, I was a server for a summer to make some money. And then the fall of 2019, my senior year, I interned at channel seven WHDH. Um, Shout out to Maury, man. Yeah, that's where he's going. So, uh, wow. yeah, yeah, he uh, he announced it today. So, but that's uh, great. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's crazy. Just the just the you know how it all kind of happens and snowballs. So I and then I inter- so I interned at seven in the sports department, and then I was able to get a job there the next semester. So like the spring, my last semester. I was able to get a job as a writer, pretty much like writing some of the stories in the newscast or whatever. Um, so I stuck around there for a little bit until mm-hmm. co- until COVID hit. So yep. yeah, it was uh, it was cool. It was a nice. It was a very good. Uh, it was a very good like progression. 
Yeah, and through you everything. had a lot of help too, which is great. I a lot did. of connections. I and did. That's and, what it's all uh, about. It, it, yeah, I mean, everyone that I was with, you know, was fantastic. Yeah, and so, yeah. landing your first job in Rockford, Illinois, I'm, uh, senior year. Shout um, out the Rock. Yeah, and like uh, like we said, COVID was that year for you too. So, yeah. um, again, that process must have been not maybe not like so much tough, but mm-hmm. it's like everyone's going through kind of like the same thing. So, um, but be, being able to land like your first real job, like fresh out of college, you know, like just, yeah. How was that for you? And, you know, describe your mindset at that time too. Yeah. So I, I mean, and so it's, it's funny because I started really early. I, I, I had my reel done by the end of my first semester, senior year. And I started applying in like February. Mm. So even before COVID hit, you know, I had, had a couple interviews and a couple job offers and, um, the right one hadn't like, it, 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 I wasn't being like super, you know, picky, but you know, you want to choose the one that's right for you at the time and, and you know, what works and what, you know, what you could really see yourself doing. Mm. Um, so I was applying to news and sports jobs. And so what helped, what, what the beautiful thing about COVID, and I know that sounds crazy, but the beautiful thing about COVID was I was able to focus on the job yeah. for months. Because right. there was nothing else to do, and I already had my tape done, yeah. so all I really had to do was just send it out, and just be like, "Hey, this is my resume." This was boom, 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 and uh, yeah, and that's that's kind of how I uh, I was applying to places. And just they, like a bunch of different anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah anywhere really. So I, there's a website called TVJobs.com, and it's like you do have to like there's a subscription for it, but if there's anyone that's like looking to get their first job in TV. That's such a good website. It's like I think it's like sixty dollars for three months. That's how I got both my jobs through that website. Because what it does is it takes all the TV jobs from all like you know you don't have to go to Indeed. You know sometimes you have to go to all these different sites mm. to apply. What this site does is it takes all of them and puts them into one website. Mm. Ranks them by market. Ranks them. You can you know filter them for sports news whatever. It's, it's awesome. And it directs you right to their you know the application website or whatever so i saw a job in rockford open up and um it was in march of 2020 and i had an interview and it went well it was just on the phone it was no zoom uh it was with audrey moon shout out audrey moon she was my first news director and uh yeah then i you know about 10 days later she called back and uh offered me a job and then from there, I uh, talked to my family, and I accepted it, and mm. it was a sports job, so that was great, and it was, you know, it was able to to, to live out there, which was great. Um, you know, I was able to make, you know, enough money for a kid right out of college, you know, yeah. so, and um, yeah, that was, that was a really, really great experience going out there. Um, uh I'll never forget the trip out there with my dad. Yeah, you know, we 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 got a we put a U-Haul. We we got a U-Haul. We packed it up. And oh, you drove. We drove because wow. you know we didn't know what the airport. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. That's we, right. And that's we right. had all my stuff. Yep. So, me and my dad drove the U-Haul. My mom and my stepdad followed us with my car. How far is that? It was a sixteen-hour drive. Jesus. But we stopped in Cleveland. Yeah. Or we stopped. I think it was. I think we got all the way. I think it was Cleveland. Mm. We got pretty far, um, or around around there. Um, but like those, the, the, like that's that's something I'll always remember is just like you know getting in the U-Haul and and leaving the driveway and being like, all right, let's let's it's time to go here. Mm. You know, it's time to really be a big boy. And 
Um, you know, but my parents believed in me and they supported me going out there. And that's, I know it's not easy to do, especially when you're far from home. It's in the middle of a pandemic, but you know, they, they were like, all right, this is your dream. Let's go. You know, that's great. So I want to, you know, my mom, my dad, and even my sister, you know, they were so supportive and, and the trip out there was so, so, so awesome just because, you know, you make those memories and you're like, okay, this is, you're on your way to your first job and you're, you know, you're in the car for 16 hours and, um, yeah, it was a great experience. So, you know, I'm never, I'm never, I'm never going to, uh, you know, not be thankful for, oh, for, sure. for what they did for me and how much support that they showed me. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a great experience moving out there. It's crazy too. Like we always keep talking, going back to COVID. Like that's really when a lot of things like sparked up, but like, in, it's like a, you have to accept kind of like a dream and a nightmare. It's like you're going through like a whole pandemic and like you don't know what's going to happen next, but at the same time you get your first real job. And like, what was that phone call like saying like, oh, you got the job and then, then you got to go and tell your family. Like, what was that yeah, feeling like? It was just exciting. It was, it was so awesome. It was uh, April 10th, 2020 when I accepted it. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it. Yeah, it was uh, at my mom's house. And yeah, it was it was it was amazing because like it was what I wanted to do first of all was sports. It was in a good sports market, um, and yeah, it was just it was like a just this fl- it was a, it was a great feeling. It was the best. So mm. when I got that initial call and that offer, um, it was great. Yeah, I, I ask uh, athletes a lot. Like um, some professionals I've had on, like or like from the NBA or NFL, like you're welcome to like the NBA NFL moment or like even college, like, welcome to college moment for like athletes or whatever. Um, for you, what was your kind of like, you know, welcome to the industry moment, like your first, like either your first day or like your first time going out and reporting on something and like, how did that make you feel? And, um, you know, just what that, what was that experience like? Yeah. So when I moved out there, they were like, all right, just so you know, you're going to, you're going to help out with some new stuff because there's nothing going on with sports. There was nothing. I mean, maybe a little bit of golf, um, and I'll get into that in a minute too. Golf, that's brutal. It was (laughs) I mean, you know, I and I can get into some golf, man, but when it's all you got, oh, man. Drags. Like, oh. I don't even know how people watch it on TV. Respect I mean, respect yeah, golf, like, yeah, respectfully, exactly. but, like. Respect to whoever can drive it, putt it, yeah, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, man. It, Tough. Uh, but, yeah, so when I moved out there, about one week later, George Floyd was murdered. This was April of 2020, right? This was May. Or May, that's right. Wow, so I wow. moved in May, May 18th, May 27th, I think, he was murdered. Wow. So. Oh my God, that's crazy. I know. So when I moved out there, that's when all the protests started happening. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when all the, it was like the Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. And it was You like, guys covered all that. It was like every day. Yeah. There was a different one, like every single day. It was, it was. Yeah, and we and I mean there was there was like arrests made and it was like it was it was crazy. So we covered all that stuff, and um, you know it was definitely an experience for sure. And I was like, you know, there were a couple times where I was just like, man, how long? Is, how long? How yeah. long? You know, because you know, I mean, and I and I and I like, you know, first like I, I totally understand why why people would protest and stuff, but I was just like, how long is it going to be until sports come back? Mm. Or how long is it going to be until we like? It felt like a different world. Yeah, it's it really like it's every day. It still felt so different. And, and and like looking back now, I'm like, did I just dream that? Yeah, because like right before COVID, 
it, it, not only was it COVID, but then this was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was like this, cult, this this combination of things that was like, whoa, this is this is wild. And it felt like it was going to last like forever. It, right. it, it, yeah. At the time, it felt like it was going to last forever. Like I said, completely understand why people did protest and and did all that, you know, the peaceful protests and stuff. But my my thing was this: it was just how long. Was it going to be until I was able to kind of dive into sports? Yeah, and do yeah, go out there what you were meant to do. Right, right. Um, but you know, it was also there was some, you know, some of the, you know, great memories that I have from those times of when there wasn't a lot going on because you could chill with your friends a little more and you could really do different things like it, when it was a little more chill, right? And like you know, so. Uh, but yeah, um, it was definitely a wild start and a. A wild like well here it is this yeah, is, I was like yep I'm here now like whoa. <laughs> yeah you know so yeah that was that was probably my first um like holy crap moment yeah well know? how about like uh like your first taste of sports obviously like outside that uh yeah. experience and then once you kind of got like you know everything was starting to roll and um you're like I said doing the job that you were sent there to do like when you started covering actual you know more sports and, and stuff like that yeah definitely I think it was the spring of 2021 so after that second wave came, yeah, I really kind of got into a groove, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, here we go. This is the start." I felt good. This is starting yeah. to roll now. Um, I got really big into the high school scene, and I had my own segment called the Chemistry Quiz, and it was pretty much like you know you give you sit in the middle of two kids and you give them whiteboards and you ask them questions. About oh, you brought that here too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, that I pitched that idea to my boss in Rockford, Derek Bain. Shout out, Derek Bain was sports director there at the time and uh he was like yeah because and then like at the time too we were still trying to adjust get new things fill, going. Yeah, fill, yeah. fill our sports cast what what better way to do it than to do this thing and and to, to, to introduce it and it blew up i mean it was it was a hit i mean like we had requests and emails like coaches being like hey can we get this over to us? high school right yeah and uh you know, it, it's it's crazy because, you know, high school kids, covering them in sports. They love it. <laughs> they do, it, you know. But once you break that, once you once you go, one, they're always a little shy yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. media people, right? So once you break that barrier and, and you show them that you care and that you, oh, you this guy's fun mm. or he can have fun, they just open up. And it's just like a whole different world, you know, for them. So um, I still have... I'm still friends with some of the kids that I did this with in Illinois. Mm. And um, some of the kids that I did it with came to my go-away party when I was coming to Providence. Like, the families, everything about it was just like, it was like a hit. And and I was just happy that it was, I was able to do something that was like, put me, it kind of, it kind of was my own thing. Mm. You know, it was kind of, it was my own thing. And, um... I'm just lucky I was able to do it because it was a lot of fun. So that's that was one of the things that I did. And then, um, yeah, once once sports really got going, you know, I was able to go to some Chicago Bears games. Uh, I was able to cover a playoff game, Chicago White Sox and Astros. That was great. Um, but it was a lot of college stuff. I was yep. able to go to Detroit to cover the uh, MAC championship football game between NIU and Kent State. That was awesome. It was at Ford Field. That was great. Uh, they put us up in a hotel for it. Everything it was it was awesome. So um, there were that 2021. A lot of that stuff I used for my tape that I sent to WPRI. Yeah, and 
um, a lot happens in, in one year when you're in that industry. And I, I mean, I got a glimpse of it in three months in the summer, you know, and it's like every, either, you know, obviously summer's a little bit more slower, but once start, things start to get kicked up with football and, and high school sports are, you know, coming to an end, it's almost every single day, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, for me as like, um, a senior coming into college now, it's like it's so cool to, for the, the summer, like to be able to see like people, someone like Mac Jones and, and like Patriots, Patriots players, like up close. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's such a cool experience. It is. Um, for you, what was your first moment like that where you saw like an athlete like up close and you were able to talk to them and just kind of um, interview them or, or just be like in their presence? Because like sometimes like younger, a younger you is like this doesn't feel real. Like oh my god, like, I'm in front of whoever it is, you know. But now you're working in it, um, you know, that first moment, like, how was that for you? Yeah, it was amazing. So it was 2018, and it was Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady, Gronk. Um, you know, when you're just, you're there, and you're like, whoa, this is the greatest quarterback of all time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to just be there and, help, you know, help help Nick and Ian cover him. And, oh, it was amazing. It was just like, wow, this guy's. This is during uh, training camp, right? Yeah, it was yeah. during training camp. Um yeah, there were there were so many there were so many of those moments and and they still happen. It's there's no doubt. I mean, they it never gets old. There's still going to be that part of you that's like, "Whoa." Like, yeah, I'm in front of you're in front of this guy yeah. or whoever, whatever it is. And um yeah, it was definitely I would it was definitely Brady. Um Gronk, you know, got to see guys like Edelman and stuff like that. So, um Bergeron. Yeah, yeah. when you were with me mm-hmm. for that for that uh that was amazing. I mean, that was incredible. He looked at me. I didn't know what to do. I, yeah. I'm like, I think I froze. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's it's so cool, man. And then we were able to shake his hand. Like that's mm-hmm. the, that, that's the stuff, you know. That's that's really. He was cool. a good stand up guy too. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was fantastic. So that's the that's the stuff where I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this is, is why I do this, it. This is really cool, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, that's probably what I would say. Yeah, and that that day was great too. I mean, my dad's a huge Bruins fan, so when I told him that that Cam Neely was there. You know, my, my dad named me after Cam Neely, a Bruins legend. Uh, he was like, "No way, Are you serious?" Like, it's like he wanted to come drive down to Boston and like <laughs> get him a media pass and you know like, have him come meet the guys. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that is like, you know, it's like almost another way like why I do what I want to do because like that would be like so cool to have like, a relationship with one of those guys one day and right. um, just for them to recognize you every time you go down there. Like the, even like the Patriots, like a lot of like everyone from the media knows who you are and right. um, even the players too. You get to like you know chop it up with some of the players sometimes. Like for sure, um, this summer like went with Ramondre Stevenson when he was signing that lady's arm. Yeah, like that was really cool to you know talk yeah. to him about that for and, sure, for um, sure. But you get experiences like Ed, Ed Lee too. Yeah, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the cool stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's cool that you have a picture of him. Yeah, him, man, he, you know, he was great. I mean, he was awesome to talk to, and I talked to him during school a, a yeah. ton of times too. So, when the yeah. first time I met him, he was like, um, he always talked about sports media. He wanted to get into sports media. So he was like, oh, if I'm not playing anywhere. Like, you know, he gave me his number, and I was like, oh, this is dope. You know, this is a cool connection to have. And Katero uh, Summers too. Shout out Katero. He's still there. He's gonna be a senior and. Um, or going on his grad year, and uh, just people like that that are just you know welcoming. Katero's a wide receiver, right? Katero, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I saw him. I saw him last week. We did, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we saw him. We saw him. Yeah, yeah. We saw him. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but those guys, like that, is just great, you know, for them to yeah. be able to you know recognize that you're on a grind as well as them. So right, right. Um, but now you know, Rockford, you were there for two years, right? Yup, a little under. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much two years. Two yeah. years, yeah. Yep, so. Yep. Um, so after that, was there any like any cool experiences like that down in, in Rockford? I mean, obviously there's been a ton here, and, yeah, uh, with the internship like you said. But anything sure. in Rockford like I crazy mean, like that? There was one non sports related. 
What was it? Kevin James, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you fans that don't know. Yeah. You know. For, For fans, fans that don't know. I'm telling you right now, Kevin James is my guy. <laughs> and, 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 like, he's just so funny. King of Queens, Paul Blart. Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. That's where where Sammy's personality comes out. Seriously. He's, I mean, that's just, just amazing. And, and, and I, when I was young, you know, my mom's from Mineola, Long Island. Mm-hmm. Kevin James is from Long Island. My uncles have very similar mannerisms to Kevin James. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a very – like, it's it's a very similar sense of humor. So I was like, okay. Like, this is – like, I just loved him growing up. And then yeah. Paul Barr came out in fifth grade. Me was like – like I was, <laughs> I, I went nuts for this guy, mm. and so he did a small Midwest tour, comedy tour. Everyone at the, my station knew that this guy was like who he was, my yeah. guy. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I loved him, and uh, so our station was doing a ticket giveaway, and they're like, "Hey, you want to do this Zoom with him?" I'm like, "Me?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, do I want to do a Zoom with Kevin?" G? Yes, I do. Mm. I want to do it. Yes, so. It was like on my off day at like 8 a.m. I didn't care. I woke up. I'm like, I'm up. Yeah. I had like my signed Kevin James picture, a poster, Paul Blart, ready to show him. Like yeah. I was like a kid on Christmas. But you, know? like, you bought that. You, you didn't meet him prior, right? No, no. So, so you, you just had that. Okay. Right, right, right. I just had it. So uh, it was amazing. Like I think – I don't know if it was his agent or what so opened the Zoom and then – he came on. He's like, all right, let me go get Kevin. And then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about to be Kevin James. Yeah. And so he gets on, and I, I was like, I got to just tell you this stuff, man. I'm like, I love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like, oh, and he was great. He was literally the way you would, the way he's been in everything he's done mm. to me. He was amazing. And he was like, hey, you need tickets? I'm like, I got on the second they came out, just to be honest. Uh, I don't think I'm good. Yeah. I'm like going to be in the front row, you know. No. <laughs> um I wasn't actually in the front row, but I mean, in and he was. It was like two weeks prior to the the show, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You need to take time." I'm like, "I oh, don't know. I'm good. I, I I got some already." I'm like, "But I would love to meet you if if that's cool." He's like, "Absolutely." He's like, "What's your number?" So they took down. I think his guy took down my number. So a couple weeks go by. I didn't hear anything from them. So I'm like, I can't let just let go by the wayside and just like give up on it, right? Mm-hmm. And they're busy. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Kevin James needs to be thinking about Sam Knox <laughs> when he's on his Midwest tour. So I bring my press pass to the theater that he was going to be at. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like, I did a Zoom with Kevin a couple weeks ago. Had um, a game plan going into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like I, 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 uh, he said I could meet him backstage, whatever. Showed him the press pass. So what they did was they took a picture of it. They sent it to him. And he remembered who I was. So they're like, yeah, bring him back. Like, you know, before the show. Wow. So I was able to meet him, and <laughs> it was just, it was the best experience ever. I mean, he was, I mean, I was just, I got to just tell him again, I'm like, you, you know, you're the best, man. You know, I appreciate all your humor. You know, you were a big part of, you know, you're a big part of, like, what I love and the humor that I love. And he's like, oh, man, you know, you're great, man. You're great. <laughs> just, so I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, I saw him. I saw it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it blown up one day, just yeah. like you did with Ed Lee. I'm doing it, Kevin James. That's great. And I'm like, man. I did he sign it. anything for you? Uh, no, but I do have a signed picture of yeah. him. Of him. Uh, but yeah, he he was he was fantastic. So, um, and sometimes you you don't know if you want to meet the people that right, you, you right, know right. that you grow up loving. And but I there was nothing. I, I can't say enough about how great he was. It was it was it was spectacular. So that was. 
probably like the coolest, the coolest yeah. one. Um, another one. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, being on the field when NIU won the MAC championship, yeah, football team at Ford Field, interviewing players like you know, we were just going, we were like, we were live, and we were just interviewing different players. That was cool because it felt like like a you were on Fox or something, mm. you know, because you're on the field and yeah. you're there weren't like too many restrictions like me because yep. it's like all right, it's a college bowl game, you're at NFL Stadium, there's not going to be like team PR that's like, hey, yeah. we got to grab them, yeah. You know, they're like, all right, yeah, you're good. Just go out. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, but I would – Kevin James was by far probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's a huge Kevin James fan, too. And a lot of – like you said, mannerisms. Big like, right. Yeah. My dad, like, he's, like, the same way. He loves him. But nah, I was able to see him, too. We, where did we go see him? Oh, Fox was oh, the best. Some, so oh, it's just – It was cool. And uh, one day, like, you know, it's like – like I said, those people don't feel, like, real. Like, I sat, like, yeah. second row for, like, Kevin Hart. And I was like, oh, I'm so close to Kevin Hart. Like, it was, it was insane. Um, you're like, wow, this person's real. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they, like yeah. there's a person at the end of the day. Like, it, it's it's great. No, it was it was it was it was great. Mm. So you know, two years like a lot is was accomplished in two years for you. And um, obviously, like you said, you had that going away party, and then you landed the job in Providence. So you had that that same kind of website. Uh, what was the website again? Uh, TVjobs.com. Yep. 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 So that kind of helped you out. That that was that the main. Uh, like outlet to get that or did you reach out to like somebody like Nick or Ian and, and yes yeah, so it was it was so I saw it yep then I reached out to Nick mm-hmm. um I would have reached out to Ian too but I mean Nick Nick you know being being was the one that I was with like pretty much a lot of the time in my internship so I reached out to him he reached out to Maury mm-hmm. so then like a week or two later I get a I got a text from a number a Philly number, and it's Maury. He's like, hey. He's like, you did you know, know about Maury before that? Or? I did. So he started at 12 when I was interning six. at 6 yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2018. Yep. So after after that, Maury texts me. He's like, hey, you got time for a call? I'm like, yeah, for sure. So he he we set up like an interview with him and our news director, Karen. And it was it was good. went really well. And then I think I did another one, if I'm not mistaken. I did another interview, and this was all in January and February of 2022. So it was early last year. And uh, then I think it was Valentine's Day, Karen offered me the job. And it was like three months before my contract ended in Rockford. So I was like, okay, this is kind of perfect. Yeah. You know, this is working out really well. And um, I did leave Rock, my station Rockford, a couple weeks before the contract. They, they were fantastic with with handling that. So I want to thank you know them for that. Uh, specifically, Ed Reams, who is our general manager out there. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I was like, let's go. I'm going back home, mm-hmm. Sammy, back to New England. You know, I was like, I was so excited, and like it was. To be able to kind of celebrate that for three months was was and, and like really, I wouldn't say not worry about anything, but like to be able to finish off my time in Rockford without worrying about the next step. Yep, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was amazing. And and yeah, no, it was. And I was able to finish out strong there. And and then I'm yeah, and then then I was able to move back here in May of 2022. And and then uh, we got started up again. And then yeah. uh, it was awesome. Yeah. What's the for like? I, I'm just curious, like personally, like the interview process. Like, like uh, obviously, it's you know sometimes it can be longer than like uh, certain ones and stuff like that. But like for for you, like 
what did you feel like they they asked you in in both interviews um specifically to kind of like one get to know you and two like what you're about and you know how you present yourself and stuff like that because you know I've, i got one more year of school left i'm already kind of starting to look for jobs and right. kind of getting in the like I've, I've been interviewed before i've been you know on camera and stuff like that i'm right. not like nervous or anything like that but what what do they ask you and what what do they kind of want to find out about you yeah for sure i mean i think a lot of it is like you know they they kind of ask you a lot of it is just like why you'd be a fit for the job yeah and uh, you know i think that you know they're going to usually look for something other than oh it's because you know i want it you know you have to really like sell yourself and that's most of interviews is selling yourself and being like okay you really you really you kind of have to you really have to talk yourself up um, but a lot, you know, some, some interviews are just different. Um, you know, because, you know, going into my first job, it was, oh, you know, why do you want to come to Rockford? And then the second job, it was, what did you learn from Rockford? Right. You know, it was, so it kind of just builds the interviews build off of your career and you, you kind of, they kind of try to incorporate that in your interviews and stuff. So um, there isn't like a cookie cutter way that they all, you know, questions they all ask, but it's definitely like, you, you know, you, you do, you do want to prepare for interviews, but you know, if there's a question they ask and you're like, Oh, I don't really know mm. how to answer this. You know, that's okay. Take, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's okay. Dude, but like, I mean, obviously don't, don't, they take it into account. And, right, right, yeah. right. But like, don't, I mean, I wouldn't like say, I don't know how to answer this to them. Right. But like, you know. Don't think that if there's a question that you're unsure about, don't think that's because you're unprepared. It's just because some people have different ways of asking, asking questions yeah. and, and getting getting information out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and after that, too, like kind of like the comparison for both, I guess. I mean, obviously, you know, Rockford and, and Providence are two different markets completely. And yeah. um, just your kind of view on how much different it was the first few days for a few weeks and in months, like starting off back in Providence, back home in new England, um, compared to your first job. Yeah. So talking about, talking about Boston sports rather than Chicago sports was great. Um, loved my time there. Chicago sports, not even close. Mm, to but, Boston. It's, but, but plus it's what you like, you grew up loving, you right? Know, the, the Red Sox right. and stuff like that. I mean, the bears were bad. The Cubs were bad. The Blackhawks were bad. The Bulls were bad. The White Sox were okay. So I'm like, man, I'm getting back to Boston. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it was. It, it, it's very. It's it's more pro heavy, college heavy here. And we all we all obviously do the the high school stuff. Mm-hmm. But the high school stuff's usually at the bottom of our sportscast. Where in Rockford, you would lead with like the biggest volleyball game of the night. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And 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 here it's like. Kind of, right, we're leading with the Patriots. Yeah, you know, you know, we got we got to talk about Mac Jones. But it's but. cool you still brought that idea to here. You know, it's yeah. obviously not as big because like the pro right. is more bigger for than that. For sure, but. and that's it was such a small market. It was perfect for a small market. Mm-hmm. Perfect for it. Here we just have less time and a sportscast, and we got to get the. Well, there's more stuff. It's a mm-hmm. bigger market. There's more stuff. You have PC Brown, URI, you know Bryant. You got all the Boston sports teams. You have all the high schools. And on top of that, you have New England Nation, Patriots rap. We're doing a Brady special. There's a lot yeah. that we do. So that's also one of the things that was, that was uh, tra- not transition period, but like one of those bigger market things is like, okay, yeah, we, 
we do a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just three minutes of sports a night. We are doing half hour specials. We're, you know, you're you're doing a lot. Yeah. But it but yeah, coming back and being able to you know go to Red Sox opening day, go to Bruins and Celtics playoff games. It felt right. Yeah. It felt right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and and I was not really so much with the market, but for yourself personally, like um, your voice. You know, a lot of people yeah. like that want to get into sports media they're nervous sometimes you know obviously their first time on camera and and how to speak because you know something like this it's different we're having a conversation you know i we're i know you and stuff like that and even in interviews with some athletes that i've I've never met like Mm -hmm. professional athletes like it was the first few times like my first episode was with with joe mazula so i was i was johnston baby yeah johnston's on the come up (laughs) but sir um i was nervous and if you go back and you watch my first episode i sound nothing like i sound now like it's obviously it's my voice but i'm like I'm more conservative. I'm not like myself more in a way because it was like it was Joe, and I never really had a conversation with Joe until that point. Yeah, and what a good first interview, huh? Yeah, no, it it, it helped me. Cool. Yeah, kickstart everything off the ground. But, That's great. Um, for someone like you, like, how did you kind of find your your comfortability in front of the camera and like the way you you speak? Because obviously, like on air, you got to kind of be upbeat you gotta look professional and stuff like that so your voice that's more so how did you find your voice definitely um it was reps 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 because i was the same way at abc6 man i was like dreading doing stand-ups i'm like yeah gotta get in front of all these people yeah just do it because like it just seems so like even watching you guys like it seems so natural to you guys but as the summer goes on it's like it doesn't matter for sure and it's and it's 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 tough at first you're like oh man i don't know what i'm gonna say I'm gonna look. You know, it's it's hard to, but yeah. I mean, once you you're doing reps, and then once you get your first job, the confidence rolls, and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I wasn't all like, in my first market, I had a lot of like, and I I, I had like local sports guy energy. Mm. Like, wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. I didn't do that, but yeah. like, you know, at first it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you when you you know, you kind of start to mellow out a little bit, and you, you're. I'm still energetic, but it's not like, holy, wow, this guy is right. a lot. You yeah. know, so it's uh, it's finding the balance of being energetic while also being yourself, because you're you for you, and you want to portray that. So yeah, I would say it was definitely like you know, I started out, I was shy, and then I got really comfortable. And then it just you, you just stay comfortable. You just com- you know you're comfortable. You find your own voice. You do your own thing, and it all comes together. Like because like you said, now it's just like you're sitting and talking. Yeah, it's the same thing, mm-hmm. same type of thing. And it's um, you know, it just becomes part of it. And uh, yeah, I would I would, you know, it was definitely like because I look back on some of my stuff in Rockford, I was like, wow, I was loud. Yeah, yeah. Like and it, and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was perfect for. A market like that you know and then and then you, and then you come back and you know you're just like okay you know i'll just reel it in a little bit here and i'll just you know be still energetic but also just not like over the, over the you know you don't want to be like too much you know yeah. what i mean but but yeah that's you find a balance of everything mm-hmm. that's what i would say is just you find a balance for um what makes you you mm. and it's so crazy like for me too it's crazy to look back at like old tapes and be like Whoa. That was how I started, you know, oh, yeah. and now look where I am now. Because like, my big thing is, like, play-by-play. I love doing, like, live games, and obviously yep. basketball is, like, my wheelhouse. And mm-hmm. um, just looking back at games, like, how I did them, it's just so different to how I do it now. And, it, and not so much, like, 
like different i guess i'm just like better at it you know what i mean because like you said reps like the more and more yeah. you do it the better you get at it and for sure you find that what you, how you want to say it like yeah. uh you know how you want to come off because yeah. my voice is a little bit like like raspy like more raspy side mm-hmm. so when i'm given a big call it's like you know i use that and that that comes out and right. it's it's good but at the same time you don't want to be like like overly like i mean like i look right. at my shirt like I, for, I always forget his name the hornets play-by-play guy he's crazy yeah. but like people love that right, so it's like right. where's that balance right and then you right. find that with the reps like right. you said right and i mean it's crazy because you know when i first when i first was anchoring at channel 12 you know and i walk out there and it's you know i'm i'm, I'm in the same room as like three hall of famers pretty much you know you got tony mike and shannon and i'm just like okay here i am here we go <laughs> yeah. you know let's, let's do the sports baby let's do it up but yeah no it's it's cool because like you know you want to when you when I like it was almost it was funny because when I first went out there to anchor with those three and um with those with those three out there I kind of went back to like when I was interning and I was just like a little more shy because like you know you're with the you're the young one and you're you're like I just started channel 12 oh, like what is my what what is what what's my voice gonna be or you know whatever so um but yeah those three are awesome, by the way. Shannon, Mike, and Tony. Mm. Channel Twelve, shout out, great people. Yeah, it, it was cool to be in the studio with uh, with Tony when I was doing one of my uh, like the TV, like the sports rap practice, and um, I told him I was like uh, the first time I met him was at, in fifth grade. He came and spoke to one of my classes, and I'm like, now it's like. It's amazing. I'm in here doing this. It's like it's so crazy. Every time it snowed, you were looking at Tony to see if you guys yeah a snow day <laughs> yeah you know, oh so. yeah I remember those days yeah yeah man but it's like full circle it's so cool it is um but any any moments where you know maybe you were live or you know this could even be in like rockford too like anywhere and that like you just screw, you screwed up but you learned from it you know it was live and you're like oh my god i just did that oh my god but like you you learn from it and like you like, you look back at those memories and it's like you know i've grown so much from that oh dude so <laughs> in rockford once golf tournament doing highlights during the pandemic this was After actually twenty twenty one. So things yeah, were kind of like it was. It was like it was like getting better. Getting back. Yeah, I forget when it was, but it was like sports came on. It came out to me. You know, I started up. Live, right? Teleprompter went out. I'm okay. like, oh no! <laughs> Didn't know what to say. I'm like, what am I gonna say? I'm like, oh my goodness! My anchor's coming over. She she's like ducking under the camera, trying to give me her iPad because of the scripts. I had no scripts. I'm like, I'm on an island, dude. I don't know what to say. And here we go. You're live. You're doing it. You have that tape? I don't. <laughs> I wish I kept it. Make fun of myself for hours right now. I could what, you I have could, to, I could make fun of myself all day. What did you say? I don't know. You don't remember? So she gives me she gives me the iPad. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it this time. You know. But always bring scripts mm. with you. That's what I learned. And that was but yeah, I mean, there's times too when you're live and you your mind goes blank, but then you just rip through it because like you kind of have to. You're live. Mm. You know, it's not like a stand. Standups are harder because you're you can stop. If you're live, you can't stop. Yeah. You know. Uh so yeah, that's that's probably was the. I think it was the Montecchi golf tournament. Oh man, I was so mad though because mm. I was like, wow, I just look like a complete idiot. Did they say like, oh, it didn't sound that bad, or were they like, no, no? I mean, no one, no one said anything to me oh, yeah. about it. I, you know, 
usually that's the case. I'm mm-hmm. I'm the one that's like, man, that sucks. Self conscious, yeah, 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 for sure, for like, sure. Or like you know, I'm I'm usually one to I'm I'm my biggest critic for sure. You yeah. Know? So, uh, but uh, it, it's it's funny. It's it's just funny stuff that just happen and happens in your small market mm-hmm. in your first market. I'm always gonna have a, a, a soft spot for Rockford, a, a great city. Shout out Fred Van Vliet. That's where he's from. That's where Joey Joey Sensei Joey Buckets, mm-hmm. the trainer, who's Fred's cousin. Train Katie the other That's day. right. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So that's so Fred's from Rockford. So that's great, unbelievable. Just what he's been able to. I mean, the contract he's got is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, Rockets, unbelievable. Man, crazy, yeah, so. that is crazy. Uh, yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, so because I always have, I've had some moments like that. I, I haven't been like live yet, but um, moments again, like where you screw up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Along those same lines, kind of like maybe like the hardest part of your job so far, like in of all the years that you've been doing it, like the part that maybe not that you dread, but it's like. You know, I'm not maybe not still trying to get used to, but starting off was was tough. Um, that's a good question. Um, I I could I could definitely use more work going live, like in a loud or busy environment with other people around. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to do stuff when you're just standing there alone and mm. there's no one around you. But when there's distractions. Or when someone's behind the camera jumping up and down, whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to stay locked in. Probably that. That's yeah. prob- probably what I what I foresee. I can definitely... Has that happened a lot? No, no. I just I just think that it's just something that would, like, help me experience-wise just to, like, have, mm. you know? And, 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 I mean, it's not... I'm not, like, shying away from those opportunities. It just hasn't happened yet, and it's going to. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, when we go to the garden or whatever next year, you know... You'll have someone jumping up and down in the back, and you're gonna have to still rip it up and do what you got to do. But yeah, I, I would say, uh, I would say, yeah, prob- probably that in terms of what was the original question? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was it. Yeah, like the kind of like the hardest part. Like, what's yeah, it, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So prob- probably, probably, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dread it, but um, yeah, um, that's probably that's probably one of the harder things to do. And on the, the opposite side of that, like the the best part of the job, what's mm-hmm. what's that been? The relationships that you create with the kids or with people, you know, I mean, there's there's guys that I've grown close to that I was that's I'm I'm still close without and uh, that I was close out with or am still close with in Rockford and close here. So like the running back for NIU, he was a freshman when I first started covering him and he was fantastic. Now he's he transferred to Wyoming and he's he's I don't know if he's starting this year, but you know, you create these relationships that that just that stick you know um justin denson or clemmy or you know randy guzman for cranston east um there's a couple kids from the central basketball team that that i'm upset with Derek salvatore Mm corzanetti those types of guys you know what i mean like you you create a lot of these really good relationships with with the kids the families that's the best part yeah bar none best part is that you and you do well by them because that's why you're doing it. And then it's cool. Like if those kids ever go far and they, they make it big yeah. for themselves, like you can be like, you know, not so much that you know him for that, but right. like you have like such a great connection with him and you, you saw him grow as yep. a young athlete. And now they're at wherever position they're at now. Like someone like Denson or, or, or that he's going to Michigan State or someone like Clemmy who's in the MLB. Dude, we're going to watch Clemmy get there. Yeah. And, and, and we were, we were on there on draft night. It's like, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you saw him actually get drafted. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Yeah. I mean, and he's he's gonna make it. Yeah, I really think he's gonna make it. So 
Yeah, no, yeah, I that was that was a lot of fun, man. That, that was, was great. great. You know, and I'm, I'm again so uh, appreciative of those opportunities that you guys gave me, and man. wanted to take it in stride and just you know put my best foot forward. Yeah, so you're always available, dude. So that's mm. why we took. That's why we always had you. Yeah, and someone like you know, shout out Stone Freeman. He yes. he was one of the people that helped me out early, and he was like, any opportunity you get, no matter what it is, just say yes. Like yep. be available. Just, just do it because yep. that that goes a long way, and they're gonna see that, and they're gonna see your your dedication to it, and that, that's what you want to do. So. Right. You know, I always took that into account, and especially with this job, too, because this is my first job going out and doing something, right? Yeah. Um, with the radio at 98.5, it was more so, you know, kind of behind the scenes and how producing side works, and um, it was a lot of stuff with their podcast, so I already I was equipped to that already because I had mine for about, like, a year and a half at that point. Mm. Um, but, again, someone like, like Ray Bork, a Bruins legend, I was able to meet him. Yeah, He's got that jersey man. signed, like... It was great. Yeah, that's, you know, cool. And that's cool. Yeah. MVP was, 96. Is that a Sharks jersey? No, I, that was his, uh, his all-star jersey. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Yeah, his all-star. I, I was going to give that to my dad for, for Father's Day because that was around the time of when I got it. And uh, he was like, no, you got to put it up in the podcast. Right? Uh, you got to put it up in the studio. So I was he's like, a right. legend, right? Yeah. He's, he'll, he should be home soon, so we'll get, we should meet him. And, oh, that'd be um, great, dude. That'd oh, be yeah, awesome. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's uh, – that's cool, man. Mm, those That's are like awesome. those are like the the best things that I can always reflect back on. And again, like we talked about connections and, yeah. and stuff like that. But whenever yeah. I pull into URI, I think about Stone Freeman. Yeah, we we talked about that Literally. too. He's like, he's like the f- Mr. Ram. Yeah, I'm sure Josh can attest yeah, to that seriously. too. Like, you pull up to URI, I'm like. All right, Stone. Stone. Yeah, and that's like the legacy that you kind of want to leave behind yeah. wherever you go. You yeah. know, you no, sh- that's when you know you're doing something for sure. Yeah. And it's great. It's great to look back at, and great to be able to connect with these people and have them know you as well. So, yeah. um, kind of gets to wrap everything up. Yeah. Uh, personal, another personal question for you about your whole journey, everything yeah. that you've been able to accomplish, and everything that you've been been through. Is there anything that you would do different looking back at everything? Like, obviously, like. No one's perfect. No one has mm-hmm. a perfect path to greatness. But right. is there something that you look back at and you're like, oh, I could have changed that or I could have did this? Or is it just, you know, the journey is the journey and it's been, you know, a hell of a ride? Yeah, I would say that's it's the journey. It, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, it, it, it's – the journey is the journey for a reason and it, everything has happened for a reason and that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why – you know, I'm doing this, and you're doing your pod. And Josh is killing it with his with his stuff. Shout out, Josh, man. He's he's yeah, a man, seriously. dude. Seriously, there's a reason for it all. There's a reason for where you are and why you're doing it. And it's wild that I'm home and I'm doing yeah. this. You know, that's I'm here for a reason. I'm back for a reason, and I belong here. So, I yeah, I just love the journey, man, and I can't wait to see what what the future holds. Yeah, and again, I. Appreciate you a ton for hopping on. I'm glad that yeah. we get to have you know the connection that we did over the summer and for get sure. closer. And for sure, definitely see you up at Rody once we're there. And Boys for life. So yeah, we had a lot of good times, man. Yeah, a lot of Dunkin' I drank, man. Dunkin' and um, Chipotle. Chipotle. Oh my god, oh dude, this kid, he downs a burrito faster than oh, yeah. anyone. All my friends can attest to that. Yeah, I, 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 I think I got one once, and there was like a little piece of pico left. You were done. <laughs> it was all just. I'm like, oh, this is okay, okay, yeah. This kid can eat, this and it, it's eat. not even like how. That's how I grew up. It was just right. like, dude, no. My dad ate fast, yeah. so I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta eat. So apple don't fall <laughs> far from the tree, man. But hey, that's I respect it. So, yeah, no, we had a great summer, man. We appreciate your hard work, and, and thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. No, of course. And the million dollar question I always like to end off with is, what do you think 
of Camp's Corner. I love Camp's Corner. <laughs> they got the fan blowing on me. I got a water. <laughs> I'm not sweating. That's a good thing. And look at all this stuff in there, man. The lights. This is a beautiful room. Mm. This is a beautiful room. Yeah, it's fantastic. Camp's Corner, great. So, man, I uh, love this. The setup's legit, dude. Really, really impressed. So. No, yeah, it's it, been great. That means the world coming from someone like you and, uh, again, all the people I've been able to connect with. And, you know, everyone from Camp's Corner, they know what's up. They know all the connections. They know that. We're only going up. So, That's it. Um, again, appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode. Stay tuned for more episodes in the future. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Break. 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 Break.